Previously on Too Old to Date. And that is what you think of me. That I would fall for this old friend. Why do you think that? Because you are constantly reminding me of how great he is. Oh, Grant's so funny and he's so smart. Grant's so athletic. He's so fast. Grant is so rich and he's so generous. You make it out like he's just a better version of me. There are a lot of people that are a better version of this jealous, insecure you. You need to go cool off. Fine, let's get out of here. Oh, we aren't going anywhere. I'm leaving and you can take a day or a couple of days to figure out what the hell you want. Because I don't care that you're slow. And I don't care that you're not rich. And I don't care that you're not tall. But what I do care about is that you respect me. And that you trust me. And that you can keep your shit together at a party when you get upset. So leave me alone for a few days because you need to figure out if you can be that guy. And I need to figure out if I want this too. Fine. Fine. Bye. Bye. I don't say. I don't dance. You won't try here anymore. Bradley, 34, knocks on the apartment door of Michael, 37. Michael lets him inside his apartment. Hey, dude. Fuck you. That's a nice way to say hello. Why did you post that picture of Atreus' horse drowning in the mud from the never-ending story? What, you mean on Instagram? Yes, a Trey was horse on Instagram. Because I knew it would get this reaction from people. I just watched the movie and it's so sad and I can't be alone in my feelings. Fuck you for making me remember that scene. That shit was devastating. It fueled a lifelong fear in me of quicksand or quick mud or whatever that stuff was. Quicksand was in a shit ton of 80s movies, man. You can't just blame the never-ending story. Did that movie hold up? Is it still good? I mean, there's a lot of bad kid actors in it, but the visuals are pretty mind-blowing for 1984. I don't think I could rewatch that. That poor horse. Actually, the more I think about it, that movie has some really weird shit in it. Yeah, they killed a horse in a kid's movie. Whatever, dude, the horse comes back to life at the end. Everyone remembers the horse, but nobody talks about how Atreyu just suddenly dies very violently at the end. That does not happen. Yeah, it does. He's talking to the Empress while she's trying to convince Bastion to give her a new name, and then the nothing cracks a lightning bolt or a meteor or something into the ivory tower, and Atreyu falls over violently, and Bastion screams, Atreyu, no! That was him dying? Wikipedia said he dies there. It's poorly executed. But he comes back to life at the end anyway, too? Yeah, it's a happy ending. It's a kid's movie. Oh, fuck. Speaking of happy endings, I shared a cab with a trans Thai hooker on the way here. Really? Why didn't you leave with that? Because you said fuck you right when you opened the door. It superseded my cab story. How do you know she was trans? More importantly, how do you know she was a hooker? I mean, it's 10 a.m. and she was wearing a tight dress and had fucked up hair. And then she loudly FaceTimed with another trans tie hooker the whole cab ride over. Half in English. It was nuts. Also, I'm pretty sure she had nuts, so... That's super annoying. I mean, not the nuts part. The FaceTiming in the ride chair? There was a lot going on there. So what do you got going on today? You're looking at it. I figured we'd just camp out here and watch TV all day. Yeah, I'm good with that. Hey, do you want to order Chinese food from that place down the street? Yes, so much I do. You love that shredded duck. Get me that shredded duck with ginger. Ginger. So smoky, so gingery, so fatty, so amazing. Yeah, it really is. Zoe hated it. I should have known there was something wrong with her. Yeah, Becky was vegetarian, so never had a chance to pick up that particular red flag. Being vegetarian was the red flag. It's hard to argue in hindsight. Speaking of hindsight, I probably shouldn't go to a random party to meet up with a girl who I started talking to this morning, right? I don't see why not. I mean, I also don't see what that has to do with hindsight. The last time I met up with someone really spontaneously was the nightmare of a date with the girl with the pink apartment, the dog that was old, peed indoors. Oh, right, right, right. That was awful. But you've been texting with that girl for a few days before you met, so this, is, this isn't this is the same. I guess it's not that similar, but I have that same weird feeling in my belly about meeting this girl that I did about meeting that one. So don't go. Your instincts are clearly telling you not to go. Right. Okay, I shouldn't. But on the other hand, look at her. 
She's pretty, but so was the other girl. True. Okay. Okay. These are all good points. I won't go. Let's order that food. Bradley and Michael place a Chinese food delivery order and sit on the couch. What do you want to watch next? Uh, what's on Netflix? I don't know. They canceled Yoga Mama, right? Yeah, they canceled Slade Steel on the skin, too. Have you seen New Amsterdam? No, what is that? It's a medical drama. It's pretty good. You should check it out. You want to watch it? No, I do not want to watch that program. <laughs> Since when are you into shows like that? I've been watching it with Becky. Oh, well then you shouldn't want to watch it either. It's in the breakup graveyard. I don't know if we're broken up. Well, not fully broken up, really. How do you figure? We just decided to take some time to feel it out and see if we're on the same page. Right, but you decided that publicly in front of all your running friends in a dramatic fight. Yes, that was embarrassing, but I don't think it actually has any real impact on anything. It definitely does. But even more than that, you told me that during that fight she said she wanted to take a few days to figure things out, and it's been six weeks. I'm not trying to bum you out, but you guys are done. When was the last time you guys even spoke? We had a long talk about a week after the fight, and that's when she told me she needed some more time. And since then, we've, you know, texted here and there. Texted about getting back together? Not yet. Texted about meeting up to talk about getting back together? No, not yet. Texted about what then? Mostly about coordinating times for us to get our stuff back that we left at each other's places. Mike, you're broken up. That's breakup procedure. It's just about the convenience of having to get all of our stuff back. Okay, so fine, you're only partially broken up? Right, like it's nebulous. Are you allowed to see other people? Well, we didn't talk about it or really address it because of the, you know, nebularity. Do you think... Never mind. What? I had a stupid thought. I don't need to bring this up. A stupid thought about Becky? Yeah. You want to know if I think she's hooking up with Grant? You know me very well, and I thought better of asking. I think they're just friends. The whole thing I was feeling... I don't know. I think I was just jealous at the time. But in hindsight, the suspicion of Grant, it was all dumb. So you'd like to get back together with her? Yeah, I'm like at a solid 95%. What percent she at? I have no idea. I figured when she came over to get her stuff, we could at least talk about it. What if she tries to get you to leave it with her doorman? That's what I would have done with Zoe had I not bumped into her before I had the chance. She's not like that. Okay, so when's the exchange supposed to happen? I texted her yesterday, but she hasn't really texted me back yet. No text a day later is a bad sign. But I'm proud of you for not looking at your phone every five seconds for a text. Yeah, that's why my phone's on the other side of the couch over there. Bradley looks at Michael's phone. She texted you. Really? When? Like five minutes ago. Ah, let me see that. Shit. She wants you to leave her stuff with the doorman? (sighs) Yeah, and I have a key to her apartment, which she wants back as well. Fuck. Hold on, I'm gonna text her and see if she wants to talk in person instead. This sucks, man. I'm sorry. She said she doesn't even want to see me in person yet. Okay, so maybe it's not such a nebulous breakup then. I think I'm gonna still feel like it's nebulous until she speaks to me in person. I don't know what to do. What do you think I should do? Well, she doesn't want to see you right now, but she does want her stuff, so I think just let her have her way for now. What's the use in ruffling feathers at this point? What if I call Sabrina? I don't know who that is. Do you want a rebound? No, no, no. You met Sabrina. I did? Okay, well, I don't think backsliding's a good idea for a rebound. Better to start fresh. It wouldn't be a backslide or a rebound. Sabrina is... She's a friend of Becky's. I feel like I should just reach out to her and see where Becky's at right now, since Becky won't tell me herself. I personally wouldn't do that. Becky's probably said nasty things about you to her friends. She's not like that. That might be true in general, but you guys broke up in a really dramatic and nasty way. It wasn't a breakup. Okay, fine, you guys decided to take a break in a really dramatic and nasty way. Either way, I feel like her friends, getting her side only, will think you're shitty for it. I know that when I heard it from your point of view, Becky sounded like a nightmare. I have to try something. I mean, if I call Sabrina now, then there's still a little bit of time. I could possibly figure out a way to make this work out before Becky comes to get her stuff. Wait, I don't agree at all. Even if Sabrina is chill with you, I don't see how that conversation ends with Becky being on board with meeting you when she told you she doesn't want to. Where's the connection between those two things? You're overthinking this. You're severely underthinking it. I'm gonna call her. All right, I'll let you know if you're going off the rails. Oh, 
Yeah, no, this is going to work better if you're not here. I can't get into it if I see your reaction and everything. I'll get inside my own head too much. What if I just don't react? You think you can do that? No, I don't. I'll leave you to it. I'm stating again for the record that I think this is going to be a bad phone call. Not helpful. All right. Good luck. Fuck it. I'm going to that party. Inside the apartment, Michael nervously calls Sabrina, 34. It goes to her voicemail, but Michael decides to attempt calling her again rather than leave her a message. Sabrina answers. Hello? Hey, Sabrina. It's Mike, Becky's boyfriend. Right. What's up, Mike? It's been a bit. How are you? I've been well. You? Eh, not too bad. How's Jared? I wouldn't know. We ended up not getting back together. Uh, Oh, Becky said you were probably going to get back together. Well, it didn't seem like a good idea. It's probably for the best. I definitely think so. Great then. So, what's up, Mike? Right, so, I don't want to put you in the middle of anything. And you've probably heard that Becky and I are having a bit of a rough patch. She wants to come by to get a couple of things, but she wants me to leave them with the doorman. But I thought it'd be a good opportunity for her and I to talk, and I was just wondering if you could, like, tell me where Becky's head is at right now so I could just get a handle on the whole situation. I have to be honest here. This makes me pretty uncomfortable. I didn't even really want to answer the phone, but when you kept calling, I thought maybe you were with Becky and something was wrong. But as it is, I don't think I should be talking to you about this. She'll tell you where her head is at regarding Grant when she wants to. Okay. First off, I mean, I only called twice. Mike, let me put it to you like this. I didn't get back together with Jared, partly because everyone, including you, said that after the breakup, it'd be hard for the people in my life to accept him again. Do you see how calling me and asking me to talk about Becky behind her back might not help you in that department? But this is like a completely different situation, no? You should keep thinking about that. Bye, Mike. Ugh, that was not awesome. Who is here? Fuck, the Chinese food. That evening, Bradley meets Molly, 35, outside of an apartment building in Manhattan's West Village. On this warm, humid evening, Molly is dressed in a weather-appropriate, form-fitting tank top and short shorts, while Bradley nervously overdressed and is wearing blue jeans and a button-down shirt over an undershirt. He is sweating more than he would like and is uncharacteristically nervous. You must be Brad. Hello. This is a nice building. How long have you lived here? This is my friend's place. We've been pre-gaming for a while. (laughs) Pre-gaming? How old are you again? 35. Why? Oh, just curious. I mean, I haven't been in the habit of pre-gaming before a party in a while, but but no judgment. There's going to be booze at this thing, right? Yeah, of course. The party is historically insane. But especially since I'm meeting you tonight, it was nice to hang out with just my friends for a while first. Yeah, no judgment. Just... Anyway, so who's hosting this insane party? I actually don't know Rim, really. I I mean, I've met him. He's a friend of a friend. It's going to be a big party, right? Just because it's kind of weird to be a friend of a friend of a friend at a small party. Oh, yeah, it's huge. He throws this party like once a month. He has a ball pit in his apartment, and there will be bartenders and food. Don't worry, he doesn't know probably like 80% of the people there. Wow. What does he do? Like for a living? I don't know. He, he went to business school with one of the girls who he's meeting us there. Probably something in finance or tech. Right on. Um, well, I b- appreciate the invite. Of course. Mind if we go into this bodega for a second? I just want to get a coconut water. Yeah, of course. So how was the day? What did you get up to before the pregame? It was good. Did we talk about the training I'm doing? Nope. That was probably one of the other guys you're chatting with. Oh. <laughs> no judgment. It was a joke, but... 
also it's online dating, so everyone's talking to a lot of guys. I guess I just started a few days ago. That explains inviting me to a party on a first date. Yeah, my friend said it was weird too. But with work and this training I'm doing and trying to have a social life, I just don't have a ton of free time to meet people. You seemed interesting, so I figured this was the best of both worlds. Well, I'm glad I seemed interesting. What is your training? It's a Reiki Pilates teacher training. It's an amazing combination of mindfulness and wellness in general. Oh, that's that's cool. And that's related to your job job? I like to think that everything I do is holistic and related in some way or another. And I think even though I'm only in the middle of my training, it's already helped me organize my team in a healthier way while being more productive. That's cool. Can you grab the coconut water up there? I don't think I can reach it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. So you're just getting out of a relationship then? What? You said you just started doing online dating recently. I figured that meant you just got out of something long term. Oh, yeah, kind of recently. How long did you give yourself to recover before deciding you wanted to date again? I'll tell you about it when we get outside. I think you're making the cashier uncomfortable. Sure, no problem. Uh, Here, let me get it. It's okay. My wallet's out. I insist. You invited me to a crazy party. The least I can do is get you a $3 thing of coconut water. Well, thanks. So yeah, got out of something pretty recently, just trying to meet people now and have some fun. That's cool. I just got out of something like two months-ish ago, so I feel you. How long were you with her? Or him. I I mean, I don't want to judge. Definitely her. Do I seem like I might have been with a him? You don't, but you never know. I feel like sometimes you know. Uh, Anyway, we were only together a few months. I mean, we kind of technically were never really together. It was complicated. Complicated how? Maybe not so complicated, but looking back at it, it seems like she was, like you, like also just trying to meet people and didn't know what she wanted. But as soon as I met her, I was sure of exactly what I wanted, so we were on really different pages and that kind of sucked. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I think people, both men and women, sometimes see dating as this like fun thing that doesn't have to have any consequences without much regard for the feelings of the people they go on dates with. And like they see people on a dating app as some kind of, I don't know, like extension of their own desire to get things out of their system and not as like a wholly separate person. Did I say something wrong? No, no, I'm just thinking about what you said. Take as long as you need. Uh, How far is this party? It's in Chelsea, like 25 or 30 blocks up. I was thinking we'd walk unless you want to take a cab. So normally I'd be 100% all about walking, but I'm trying to put my best foot forward here and I can already feel myself starting to sweat a lot. I'll be more presentable when we get there if we just jump in a cab. It's fine with me. Oh, here's one coming. 21st and 8th, please. So, um, about what you just said, I I think I need to be transparent here. You asked me how long I took to recover before getting on the apps, and the answer is I didn't really take any time. Um, My relationship ended last week, so this is really just a preliminary dating experience for me. And I don't want you to feel like I'm not mindful of you as a whole person with feelings. Oh, Uh, Yeah, listen, I wasn't talking about you. I mean, I didn't know your relationship ended a week ago, but like, we literally just met. And I was just talking about my experience with my ex. Sort of ex, whatever. Right, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm wondering if it wasn't too impulsive of me to invite you to this party and everything. You're a stranger to me, and I shouldn't be treating you like an accessory that I'm bringing to a party. Hold on, is your ex going to be at this thing? Oh, God, no. That's not what I meant. I, I don't know, I just hadn't thought about online dating in that way and sort of figured that people on it aren't that serious. I mean, there are people on it that are serious and that aren't serious. I don't want you to feel like I'm somewhere I'm not. Okay, I don't think you're anywhere. We just met. I don't think we have to think about this now. I, I probably shouldn't have even gotten into it in the first place. No, I'm glad you did. 
Okay, this is a weird question, I guess, but like, what are you thinking right now? Hmm, I'm thinking let's go have fun at this party. Okay, good. I like that thought. Bradley and Molly arrive at the party. The apartment is enormous by the standards of any metropolitan city, and yet the space is densely filled. Just like I told you, right? Crazy. Yeah, if anything, you were understating it. Do you know anyone here? Nobody looks familiar, but some of my friends might be on the roof. Do you mind if we get a drink before we go up there? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, if it's not too personal, what happened last week? Standard, the romance fizzled breakup? Not exactly. Um, he moved into a new apartment and had a party. When I arrived, he gave me a key to his new place, which I thought was sweet, but I had a weird feeling, and then I noticed that he was being very flirty with a woman I didn't recognize. And when I approached them, I noticed him giving her a key too. Uh, was he banging his cleaning lady? She wasn't a cleaning lady. She was also his girlfriend. Come on, that's not real. It's real. I don't understand. Did he not think you'd both come? And once you were both there, why did he so overtly let all the cheating just hang out? He didn't see it as cheating. He thought we'd be cool with the situation. Oh, so he's a psychopath. How long had she been dating him? I didn't stick around long enough to find out, but looking back on it probably was as long as he'd been dating me. Like a couple months? Ten months. That is insane. Yeah, it's awful. Oh my god. So yeah, clearly I'm a little all over the place. Understandably so, I'd say. Oh, my friend just texted me. They are on the roof. Let's go. Bradley and Molly ascend to the building's roof. It is almost as crowded as the apartment proper. Do you want another drink? Oh, you finished yours already? I'm still working on this one. Okay, I'm gonna go get a few. You, you try and find us somewhere to sit. Sounds good. Excuse me. Sorry, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fuck, nowhere to sit. Brad? Is that Burger Brad? Holy shit, Kara. What are you doing here? Kara, 34, is an English teacher and was the best friend of Bradley's girlfriend at university. A friend brought me. She works the guy who owns this place. Are you friends with him? No, I'm actually not connected to anyone at this party. You're just crashing. Okay, I'm connected to one person. I, I met a girl on a dating app like 30 minutes ago and she brought me. Wait, don't you live in China? Yeah, I moved here a few weeks ago. Wow, the odds of us running into each other here are like insane. Totally insane. So you're here on a date? Yeah, but it's been... It's been not ideal. Oh, are you in the middle of being catfished? No, kind of the opposite. She's way prettier than I thought she'd be, and I feel like I overdressed, and from moment one, I've just been so nervous. And I want to be breezy and charming, but instead I've been saying things that are too serious, and I think she can tell that I'm sweating too much. Turn around? You haven't sweat through your shirt. You're fine. Thanks. So, which one is she? Uh, I'm not sure you can see her from here. Oh, no, there she is. Okay, over by the bar, she's the blonde taking shots with all those brunette girls. Oh, so she introduced her friends already. That's a good sign. I cannot explain to you how different the context of this date is from what you think it is. Like, yeah, fair assumption to think that those are her friends because she told me they'd be here, but she didn't introduce me to anyone when we walked in. And that all doesn't even really matter because she just told me she got out of a relationship like last week when she found out the guy was cheating on her the whole time. Whoa, so much baggage. Maybe she just wants a one night stand. Honestly, that's the best case scenario at this point, but I don't feel like I'm nailing this. It's crazy. You are exactly the same as you were in college. Do you go back to Michigan a lot? Not in a while, and I feel like I should probably take a trip back soon. I really haven't seen my family in a while. Yeah, I miss my family a lot while I was away. Do you have nieces and nephews now? Yeah, I have a nephew, but my dad also had more kids, so I have a bunch of little half-siblings now. Aw, I bet they're so cute. Yeah, they're cool. So what's up with you? How'd you end up in New York? 
I was feeling pretty isolated in China. Plus, I'd been in a long distance thing with a guy from South Africa. And when that ended, I just felt like I should make a move. You met a South African guy in China? No, I met him on vacation in Johannesburg. Weren't you in a long distance relationship in college? Yes, but in hindsight, Kalamazoo to Detroit was way easier than Shanghai to Johannesburg. <laughs> Hopefully it didn't end because you found out he'd been cheating on you the whole time. No, he was just a kind of a loser. Why would you date a loser? It was hard to meet people who spoke English in China. It was nice to finally have someone to talk to. All right, well, you're in the right city if you want to date. Oh, I hope so. But I hear there are way more women than men here and that it's tough. People say that, but I don't actually see how it matters because you're not trying to date every single man in New York. You're just trying to meet people who are within your age range and are within a level of attractiveness that you're into. There's no way to know if there are more men than women in that group. I should keep you around. You're so optimistic. I feel like that was sarcastic, but either way, let me disappoint you on that front because I should probably go find this girl who's probably into a level of attractiveness that's beyond what I can offer. Brad, relax. I'll try to find you before I leave. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hey, I, I couldn't find anywhere to sit. That's all right. This is for you. Oh, nice. What am I drinking? It's tequila. Hmm. Well, thanks for the ice. Yeah, I didn't know how you took it, so I played it safe. I usually take it as whiskey or beer, but this works. Good. So you, you found your friends? Yeah, looks like you found someone that caught your eye, too. Oh, what? No. No, no, that's Kara. We went to college together. It's super random that she's here, too. Oh, looked like you were hitting it off. I, I didn't want to interrupt. No, what? No, we're old friends. Plus, I'm here with you. That'd be really fucked up. I feel like I should tell you, I don't think anything romantic is going to happen here. Oh, wow. That's direct. I, I was just thinking about what you said before, and I think when I invited you here, I was being selfish, probably. I figured no matter what, we'd have a fun night, even if there wasn't a connection, but I feel bad now because of course if one of us felt a connection that wouldn't make for a fun night for the other one i mean i can't say there's been a connection yet but i'm definitely attracted to you whatever i guess it's hard for me to say i'm mad at your honesty because i better that i know but wow molly this is the fastest and most publicly i've ever been rejected i'm coming off of a really rough experience you definitely are kara walks by bradley and molly so bradley motions for her to join their conversation Hello again. This is Kara. Kara, this is Molly. Molly just told me that there's nothing romantic happening between us. Oh, this feels like a private... No, it's fine. Molly told me in public, so it's definitely something I can share. I'm not trying to be rude. Brad seems great. I feel like we could be friends if you're up for it. Are you alright? You look really upset. Yeah, I just remembered I never got my sautéed shredded duck with ginger. Too Old to Date was created by Brad Garoon and Mike Tanzillo. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Our theme music is Loveless by Go Go Ghost. Follow us on social media at Too Old to Date. Contact us at info at tooldtodate.com and visit tooldtodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows and pay for more dates.